Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, family? Y'all know what it is. It is time for kickoff. Don't know what kind of kick that was, but it's fine. This is Speak. This is about to be the best 90-minute show of your life. This is what sports television is all about. LaShawn McCoy, I know you ready. I know you ready. I know you ready. Shady, the Eagles, they won yesterday, but how impressive. Let me touch that. Let me, let me touch that. Let me right touch there, right that. there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, 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 he want to talk to a winner. Let me, let me, let me, let me touch that. I know that. we talked about the, the Miami Dolphins thinking so good. They did. And, uh, and some weeks before, some guys said that the Cowboys, the Cowboys are so good. good. Right? And then you like the Niners. The Niners are good. <laughs> One team really did it. That's oh, the Eagles, oh, baby. Oh, 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 my God. Good morning. Good afternoon. Oh, Listen, can we beat the Bucks? They talk about Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. We 2 and 0. Baker Mayfield. We 3 and 0. We're going to keep doing that, baby. One more time for the viewers out there, baby. <laughs> Woo! Fly who's fly. And yes, that's number zero. That's not what Sean McCoy out there running. But we do look alike. <laughs> Y'all do look alike. Swift. We do look alike. Right look alike. The game does look Ooh, alike. This is a good week for you. Be <laughs> <laughs> real though. When you see Y'all James Swift you. cutting it up, you thought that was me right there for a you second. Know, as one of your brothers, that's I'm happy nice for you, my G. <laughs> look at it. Always shady in Philadelphia. Baby. <laughs> I'm not sure that's what they say, Shady. I'm not sure. That's the same. I like I like where that's I feel like that needed its own moment. It was like a lot going on. It that was. was a bar and it didn't get delivered with the with the fuck that it needed. Let me say it again. It's always shady in Philadelphia. There we go. Joy, how impressive was that Eagles win yesterday? I think it was very impressive. What I love about the Eagles is what I always say I love about the Eagles. The main thing is the main thing. Mm, win how you gotta thing. win. Jalen Hurts gonna be making mistakes, defense is gonna pick him up. Defense is making mistakes. Jalen Hurts gonna make a big play. You just get the win. And that was a that was a good win against a team that was playing really well. Winning team. Yeah. Nothing flashy, nothing flashy, but at the end of the day, they got the job done. You know what I mean? I love this guy, man. I love this guy. <laughs> nothing flashy, you know, they had little ups and downs. You know, we found a way to get the W. It's crazy to me how much better the Eagles are than the opponents. Because, again, the Eagles did not play up to their standard. No, and they still won by a couple times. Like, yeah. it was not close at any point in time in my mind, at yeah. least after the second half. Eagles didn't play up to their standard. Hurst didn't play up to their standard. Swift, God, dog, played up to the Sean McCoy standard. And they still won convincingly. So, Shady, they did prove a whole lot. Are they the best team in the NFL, though? We will revisit that later. Let's stay in the NFC, though, family. Can we get the first and ten, please? First topic of the day. Dallas Cowboys, they got embarrassed in stunning fashion in Arizona. Quite literally shocked all of us watching. Cowboys defense allowed 222 rushing yards, 400 total yards. And you'll see on this play right here, Dak Prescott, a red zone interception. Inevitably cost his team any final shot at the game. Can we come on camera? Because James Jones, 
<laughs> as good as a week it's been for Shady, yeah. it's been that bad a week yeah. for you. It has been, sir. It has been. It's been that bad a week for you. Yeah. You have the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl. Yes, I do. You have your former head coach, Mike McCarthy, in the Super Bowl. Yes, I do. You have the Cowboys reclaiming dominance and prominence. Yes, I You do. have all of these things occurring, yep. but they lost to the Cardinals. Yes, they did. Yes, Shady was James. <laughs> I got the James. Is these right here? That's what they be doing, James. These right here. Yeah, them head scratchers. Head scratchers. These head scratchers. Shady was James too high on the Cowboys. Yes, he was. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> you know, it's funny. They had the power rankings every week, uh, and they had the Cowboys number one. Uh-huh. Guess who number thirty-two was? The Cardinals. Mm. And they lost to them. And they lost. <laughs> but I, I'm gonna say this: James was just too high, right? And and I hate to always be right. Right, and I don't want the credit. I don't want all the credit. But like I told James, what happens when this outstanding defense has a slow start? When they have a bad game, who's going to pick them up? We seen Jalen Hurts. Sometimes he's not. He wasn't playing extremely well, right? Like we're used to seeing. Who picks him up? The defense. Yep. Right. When the defense is not playing well, who picks the defense up? Joey said it earlier. The offense. But the Cowboys, we haven't seen that. We've seen them be dominant. On defense, not on offense. And when they get into the red zone, they're not scoring points. They're getting field goals. So when I ask you that point of what's holding them back, it's the quarterback. Because yeah. when, time, when, when it gets tough and it gets hard yeah. and the pressure it gets up there, number four is going to be number four. Mm-hmm. You know what that is? He's going to lose the game because you can't depend on him, and he's going to throw picks. And this is not me talking. Uh-huh. It's the tape. tape. That's what the tape says. That's what the tape, tape said. Big eye in the sky, don't lie. That's what they say, Jordan. That's what they say. I do think you were a little too high on mm, I'm glad you whispered that. I appreciate but, it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we fell in love with how dominant they looked. Mm-hmm. You know, we all agreed they looked very dominant, you yeah. know, but there were just some things on one side of the ball. And I personally still feel like they are dominant on the defensive side of the ball. They, they are. Had, yeah. they, had a down, they had a down day. It, it happens. That's when the offense is supposed to pick you up if you're a complete team. But we talked about the things that we had questions about with Dallas's offense, and that's why they showed. If you really look at what happens in the two wins before this Cardinals loss, okay. they had three turnovers, one pick six, and a drive that started in the Giants' territory in game one. That is defense. Mm-hmm. In game two, they had four Jets turnovers. The Cowboys started three drives in the Jets' territory. A turnover led to a defensive touchdown. Great field position. Great field position. That's right. Yeah. So what are you getting? Turnovers. Great field position. Yeah. That makes it easier on the offense. That's provided by the defense, the dominant defense. And what happened in game three? No takeaways. Mm. Zero. Now, six of eight of the, the drives started at the 25 after kickoffs. Okay. And the best starting field position was at the Dallas 36. Mm. So it's really not hard to figure out. Right. The defense was doing you some solids. Mm. And you still weren't scoring because the other part of the issue was the red zone. They are, for the season, at 20% in the red zone. They're tied for 27th in the league with the Jets and the Saints. Yeah. Say them, oh, one more, you said it so fast. Jets and the Saints. So let season, her say it. Jets and the Saints? This far through the season. Remember, they were really dominant in the first two games. They were. And they just lost. So for the season, even with those dominant wins, they are tied at 27th with the Jets and the Saints in the red zone. Do you know what they were last year in the red zone? I don't. Mm. Uno. Mm. Number one. So these are real, these are real issues Big on issue. the offensive side of the ball. And when, the Dow- when Dallas' defense has a down day, you end up losing to Arizona. James, for what it's worth, I, I don't think you was too high on the Cowboys. Come on now. For what it's worth, I don't think you were. Before I go, I'm glad you said that. I, 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 I don't think you were because if not now, then when? 
Yep. It's really simple. Like, when I look at the Cowboys team, I say to myself, well, the Cowboys have all the players. Okay. When I look at the Cowboys coaching staff, I say, well, the Cowboys have the coaching staff. Dan Quinn, Super Bowl head coach, he went to the Super Bowl in 2016, did not win it. Super Bowl defensive coordinator, won as a defensive coordinator. When I look at uh, Mike McCarthy, mm-hmm. clearly a Super Bowl winning head coach. So, coaches, check. check. Coordinators, check. check. Players, check. Mm-hmm. So, how in the world did they lose to the Cardinals? Mm. Like, they didn't lose to the Cardinals because the Cardinals are a more talented team than them. They didn't lose to the Cardinals because the Cardinals have a better coaching staff than them. Jonathan Gannon is in his third game Mm -hmm. as a head coach. His third game. So then the question is why they lose. And in my mind, they lost because they did not come with it. No, they but didn't. I, I, don't, I don't blame you being too high on the Cowboys because I didn't think the downfall of the Cowboys would be a lack of intensity. Michael Parsons is there for that. Yeah. I didn't think the downfall of the Cowboys would be a lack of scheme. Dan Quinn is there for that. Mm-hmm. I didn't think the downfall of the Cowboys would be penalties. Mike McCarthy is there for that. So I did not at all anticipate that they would fall like they fell to the Arizona Cardinals. Losing to the Eagles, bet. Say less. Lose to the Niners week five, cool. Mm-hmm. I can see that. But losing to the Arizona Cardinals, no, that's no. not about talent. No. That's about intensity. That's about focus. And that was about coaching execution. I don't think you were too high because if not now, then when, yeah. America? No. And, and listen, right? Number one, Coach Mike is my dude, but I do blame that on Coach Mike because it's easy to overlook opponents. You talk about the number one team and you talk about the number 32 team after last week, right? At least that's what, what everybody had. So for me, we've all walked on the field saying we finna slap these boys. Mm-hmm. We, we have all walked on the field like that and looked up in the fourth quarter like, this thing tied? Are we down? We losing? They got hit in the mouth. They lost, right? Red zone, they do got to get better at. But you had over 400 yards of offense, 185 yards rushing. They did not stop the Dallas Cowboys all game long. They were moving the ball up and down the field. So if you're telling me that the red zone is one of the issues that has to get fixed, but we are moving the ball, I will take that because I believe Coach Mike and Dak Prescott will get that fixed, whatever it may be, whether it's running the ball in the red zone a little bit more, whether it's Dak Prescott using his legs in the red zone a little bit more, I think they will find ways to put some points up on the board. But number two, it's hard to get in the red zone. Right? You see Cincinnati Bengals, they're struggling to even move the football. That's not a Cowboys problem. They are moving this ball at will on anybody they played this season. They are just not finishing the drives. That is stuff that can get corrected. So with that being said, I don't think I was too high on them. Trust me, a lot can change over one week, and that's what is happening on this show right now. A lot has changed over one week. Let me get it out, Shady. (laughs) You know, and Shady feeling good. Joy at least whispered it to me. You know what I'm saying? But that's what happens. But these are things that can get corrected, Shady. A couple things, right? Just to kind of That's two things. You You got two things. Okay, a couple things. So, so, um, we talked about the offense. You told me that that the reason why they have to – pull out all the offensive weapons and all the different plays because defense is playing so great. Yes. That's what you told me, right? Yes. So my thing is, when, when you can't score in the red zone, and you need to have some shots. Yes. You need to, if we can't score in the red zone, we got to score somehow, some way. Why didn't they open up the playbook then? Because the reason is, if you really watch the game, they are terrified to throw the ball with Dak. Or with Dak right? It's like, it's like all safe passes. There's, 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 no, there's no down the field. They're not pushing the ball down the field at all. Yeah. And then when I watch them, you talk about the red zone that it's easy to fix. See, the problem is they've been beating teams so bad that we didn't see the issue. But I've seen the issue before. I said, I still, when they won against the, um, the Giants, I said, bro, they are getting to the red zone. They're not scoring. They're putting, they're putting field goals. So when they do have a really good team, we're not even talking about a good team. They, beat, they, they played the, Reds, or, um, the Cardinals. Cardinals. Bad team. And they still lost. Mm-hmm. So imagine when they play a team like the Eagles, the Niners, that, okay, we can put points up. We can score. They're averaging 30. It's going to be even bad. 
And the thing is, we haven't seen Dak throw a lot of picks because the pass the, or the play call is easy for him. Yeah. We're not risking anything. But it's going to be some third and nine. It's yeah. going to be some third and ten. It's going to be some second and 12. It's going to be some of that. He's going to have to make some plays if they're going to be a good football team. And that's, I got a, and that's I got the a, issue. I got a question for you. Holla at me. Do you think this defense is going to give up over 400 yards a game? Or do you think this defense is a really good defense? No. I think, I think this defense is great. Thank you. But right. one thing I've seen about that Cardinals game, they got outcoached. They did. Hold on. You gave all this credit on defense yeah. player or coaches and all that and Mike McCarthy. That's cool. Yeah. You turn that tape on, they got hold outcoached. Up. And that's why I started so, off. My- so, so I don't think that this defense will get, will get um, exposed because they're that good. Thank you. But they can have bad days because we all have no that. No question. No question. And we they, all, and, they have and, that. And so they had these, a bad day. When they, okay, it's, they got 14 more games. I can guarantee you this. The Cowboys will have another bad game on defense. That's football. Uh, that's fine. That's football. And if we 15 and 2, or if they okay. 15 and 2, we good Ooh, with that. But you see what I'm saying, Andrew? Like, it's going to happen but again. This is all I'm saying, though. You're saying change a bunch of stuff like Dak is going to have to push this ball way down the field. This defense is not going to play like that consistently. So nothing really has to change. The only thing that they need to correct is the red zone. Shady, I don't care if it's. Doing it again? I, but I'm saying, I don't doing care it if it's go balls down the field. However we have to move the football, that's all that matters. And they moved the football. They had over 400 yards. But hold, the, hold your disappointment. Joy, Joy, I got to get him. The issue him, with the Cowboys has never been that they – well, no, I won't say never, but it's not usually that they don't have a quality coach or a quality defensive coordinator or a quality offensive coordinator or quality talent, right? The issue is the Cowboys beat themselves. They had a lot of talent last year. We feel like they have a, a little bit better talent last year. They're an extremely talented team last yeah, year. Yeah, they were good last year. They were talented last year. We're not going to make it seem like they did not have a talented team last year. They were very, year. very talented last year. They're all pro receiver. And most of what they have this year, they've only added to it. Right. Right? So they had a very talented team last year. Why did they lose in the postseason? Was it because of the defense? No. It was because they beat themselves. What are they doing right now? Beating themselves. Yeah, they had four, all those yards, all those stats, all the running. Great. Score the points. Mm. If you scored in the red zone, by the way, you're playing the Jets, who obviously we think has a good defense, but was on the field all day long because their offense wasn't good. Right. You get tired. Even great defenses get tired playing as much as they had to play. The Giants, who we don't think much of, and the Cardinals, who we think nothing of. Yeah. So if you're struggling in the red zone against those teams, what are you going to do against the teams that are, that are for real? So it's not just that, like, okay, we, can, we know we can get stats. We know we can get yards. We know we can get there. Getting there and not scoring is a problem. And it, it's the same thing with the Cowboys. It's like if you say anything critical about the Cowboys, it's like – it's, it's like scandalous. Like, are we not? Do we not all have the same stats? Do we not all watch the same oh, game? Right. I, I, got some, I got some good are ones. Are we in though. a different dimension? I got some good ones on the game. I don't know. Because <laughs> being tied with the, with the Jets and the Saints for red zone efficiency right now not does not seem like a, a stat that I would hang my hat on. But mm. you being hard hard again, though. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> I taught you a lesson last week and you still don't want to learn. I just let you know. Hey, keep, keep staying tuned in to speak all year long because when the Cowboys get this thing turned around, I'm going to act a fool. <laughs> Well, speaking of acting a fool, some could say Sean Payton did. Russell Wilson was still in the game, down by 50 points. He was still in the game, America, down by 50. What message is Sean Payton saying, and is that disrespectful to Russ? This is the best conversation you'll hear all day, and it's next. Don't forget, you can check us out every day. Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. Come back for James Jones, if nothing else. (laughs) Did he take an injury? He should have. 
Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, we are in second and short. Now, y'all have to get this topic. I don't even need prompter. Dolphins, they beat the brakes off of the Broncos, 70-20. to 20. But the most fascinating storyline that nobody is talking about Russell Wilson's backup, Jared Stidham, he was the only active player on either team that didn't play in the game. Hear me when I say this. The only active player that didn't play was Russell Wilson's backup. Even Xavier Howard, the cornerback for the other team, friend of mine, he said, yo, that was totally disrespectful. The man did a lot for the game. They got to be better on that side. You can't be leaving guys out there like that. Russell Wilson played the entirety of the game down by 50 points. Tua Tungavailoa got out with 14 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Down by 50, Russell's still in. I can't wait to hear everybody's answers to this. <laughs> Joy, was it disrespectful leaving Russ in the game? How much were the Dolphins up when they took two out? 49 to 20. So 29? 29. Yeah. That's why Tua got out. Russ was down. No, it's not disrespectful to leave Russell Wilson in. This is why. If Russ had played well last season... Right? And there were no questions about what Russ looked like or what his future was in the NFL. If they were playing good this season, because they've only showed moments to me. I don't, I don't think Russ has played even remotely close yeah. to what we've seen from Russ over the years. He's had flashes. Then, yeah, you take him out. You don't even know if Russ is going to be the starter for the rest of the season. That's how bleak things are in Denver. So you're being paid hundreds of millions of dollars. Yes. Now, you could argue that because he's paying hundreds of millions of dollars, you take him out. I would say you're losing like that. You have, to, you have to look for any kind of inspiration. You have to look for any kind of momentum, any kind of moment, any kind of spark. They're, they're, they're depleted. They put up 70. You have to try and do something. So I don't have any problem with him leaving out here, him out there because we don't know what Russ is at this point. Russ still has things to prove. And to me, Russ hasn't won this team over. That performance, we can all agree, is also because they weren't inspired. Right? Like, that's, you, you, get, you get beat like that, that's a real conversation to have. So I don't have a problem with them leaving him in. I think it was utterly disrespectful leaving Russell Wilson Ooh. in that game. I don't think there's been anything more disrespectful. I don't mm. think there's been anything more disrespectful to Russell Wilson's career than leaving him in the game Ooh. down by 50 Ooh. points. Yeah. To his career. Uh, to his career. I don't think there's been anything more disrespectful. They treated Russ like a backup because they view Russ like a backup. Mm. You got to run a cost-benefit analysis. Joy is right. Maybe Russ can get a spark if he's still in the game down by 29 to 50. But is that spark worth Russell Wilson potentially getting injured? Is that spark worth your $200 million quarterback potentially getting injured? The backups were in. Mm-hmm. The Broncos backups were in to some degree, and the uh, Dolphins backups were absolutely in. <laughs> and you still have Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. the most valuable player on the field mm-hmm. for either team, when you're talking about dollars and cents, mm-hmm. in the game. 
I, I can't imagine that. Like, mm. it, at the collegiate level, it's disrespectful. At yep. the professional level, it is utterly disrespectful. I remember in college getting blown out, and I'm going out of games, and it's college. Mm. And coach was like, hey, man, uh, Texas OU, my senior year. Coach was like, hey, we, we, we got to play again next week. I went back into the game because I'm like, this is the last time I'll ever be able to play in this rivalry. But my sidekick, Keenan Robinson, he was like, look, I got to get drafted, big mm. dog. I'm a chill. I can't mm. afford to get hurt. Yeah. I feel it. I feel it. Do your thing. So, Shady, I've never seen anything more disrespectful to Russell Wilson's career than playing in a game down by 50 points. I totally agree. This is the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen. Mm. Other than trading myself for Kiko Alonso or <laughs> that was crazy. Or, or cutting Deshaun Jackson. That's up there. This is crazy. That's up there. Right? Like, like the, the, and the crazier thing is, not only did he play in the game and stayed there, but all the other like, like stars were out. He's the main dude on, on offense. Now, listen. He hasn't been playing well last year. And this year, he's playing decent. He's playing yep. a lot better. But the other guys didn't play well last year either. True. So you're telling me that, that you're going to pull them out the game mm. and you're going to leave Russ in the game? Mm. Now, that's crazy, right? Now, I'd have fixed the injury. <laughs> Cramp, something, something, neck. I'm out of there. Something, something. Listen, in the third quarter, they were down by 30. And, and Miami, they pulled their guys out. Yeah. Okay, but that's not enough. Okay. They were down by 50 with eight to nine minutes left in the, in the game. That's a, lot of, that's a lot of time. And you're telling me he's still in the game? And he's your franchise quarterback? And if he gets hurt, a lot of that money that he's old, you really got to give it to him. So to have him in the game, that shows that the respect level that you have for him. Mm. And I think that I, I, before this game or before he left him in the game, you know, after they were getting blown out, I didn't think there was a lot of disrespect between Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. Mm. Now I believe it. Now I'm not thinking. I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he don't like him. Ooh. We're getting blown by 50. Leave him in the game. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Let him figure it out. Oh, we. Give me something. That's why we ride. You whispered to me to start the show. Yeah. We're going to rap on this side. <laughs> it is not disrespectful. Listen, the way I grew up, we getting blown out because of y'all. <laughs> so if y'all got us in this hole, finish the game. That, that's just how I grew up. Finish it. I used to hate it when they like, oh, this dude coming out, that dude coming we ain't the reason why we getting slapped over here and we got to finish the game. No, I absolutely love it. I wish they would have left every single person in that started that football game in that football game. This is no disrespect. You guys started this football game and we down 50. Show some pride and finish the football game, right? I don't care nothing about none of this money. I don't care nothing about all that. I respect Sean Payton for that. Finish the game. Right? You have put up 20 points. They have put up 70. Go try to get you some more. I don't care what it may be. Defense would have been out there, too. Y'all go try to stop somebody, even if it's their backups. Y'all got us in this hole. Y'all going to finish this, the game. I don't. I hate it when they like, oh, the starters done play back. Put the rookies in there because we down by, by 50. No. Y'all finish the game. Have some pride finishing the game. Zero disrespect at all. And then again, I think this is good for us. Because if his backup came in and showed any sign, there's something there. They're moving that football. Now I'm listening to you. I wasn't listening before. Coach Sean Payton done said all them comments about Russ. And then you you get my man Stidham coming in there, moving that football down the field with nine minutes left. Ooh, he made this throw. Ooh, he took the. Okay, now. Then now it's going to be talking about some quarterback controversy next time you get out back to Denver. So for me, I appreciate Coach Payton. Leaving them in there so they what, don't what even know other, how Stenham other, going to look in this offense. Now you make a, you make sense what you're saying, but my, my issue is, right, if you don't keep the guys out there, then keep them out there. Yeah. But you can't have the, the, the main focal point of offense, the quarterback. You leave him in the game where all the, the, the backup wide receivers in there, the backup tight ends, some of yeah. the backup linemen, 
Like, how does that make sense to but me? See, for now, me so, some of the starters were in. For yeah. clarity, for clarity, Russ was not out there with a, exactly. a team full yeah. of backups. But a lot of them, though. Correct. But, but backups were playing in and out of the game. But here's where I'm at with the joy in James is either you don't understand Russell Wilson's value or he's not that valuable. Okay. It is one of the two, Sean Payton. You either don't understand his value because if you understood his value, you wouldn't leave a player in who's that valuable down by 50 knowing he can get hurt. Or it's simple. He's just not that valuable to you. There's a reason starters don't play the entirety of preseason games because there's a cost-benefit. We have nothing to win in this preseason game, so Shady, you're not going to play. James, you're not going to play. Acho, get in there. There's nothing to win down by 50. Right. There's no moral victory down by 50. If Russ led a phenomenal 80-yard touchdown drive versus the Dolphins' backups, mind you, there's no, okay, you right. lost by 42. Congratulations. So that's why either Peyton doesn't understand his value in my mind, Joy, or Russ just isn't that valuable. Russ has won four games since he's been in Denver. <laughs> Preach. What are we talking Talk about? To him. What are he's we talking won about? Four games. Mm, four. We're in a new season. They won five. He mm. won four of four. them. Mm. They're 0-2, now 0-3. Mm. You don't have – I understand what Russ did before he got there. This is a new, this is a new team. You have not done anything here. What when you, you say did that, in what Seattle – What are you saying? When you say, like, he's won four games, are you saying that to say, like – well, yeah, and say, break that down for me. I mean, one, two, three, four games have been won under Russell Wilson since mm. he's been in Denver. That's mm. not a lot. We're in a new season. That's a whole season. Mm. And, an, and now we're in a new season. Mm. And he has now started this new season 0-3. Mm. Now, I don't think every single loss that, that they've had this season has been at the feet of Russ. We can talk about the nuance of it. And I don't even actually put this loss entirely on him. No. You can't let a team Seven score 70. Yeah. And, their, and, their, and their backups score. The backups are scoring. And like, I can't put all that on him. I can't. But... Russ is the man that makes is this being is on a five-year, two hundred and sixty million dollar contract. Whether it's your fault or not, we know what it is. And you have not taken over the heart of this team. He hasn't. Winning over Sean Payton is just about winning. You think if they if they won three games in a row, Sean Payton would be talking about the way he's talking? No. So it's it, it, we know what the situation is. Russ and the Broncos are struggling. Whenever you're struggling and you're losing, everything is a problem. No everyone's question. unhappy. Everyone's pointing fingers. Everyone's complaining. But it's hard for me to get to a point where I'm saying it's disrespectful when you've not done what you need to do as a franchise quarterback. Yeah. Like, if he had had a season last year where, where maybe he played well, but they didn't make the playoffs because, okay, look at the division they're in. Or maybe he played well, but they had some injuries, but we knew he was, he's, he's got this. He's won four games. Mm. I got a question for you, James. And really, I got a question for you, James. I got a question for you, Shady. You got to get to break. What does it communicate to you? James, you'll take it first. What does it communicate to you that Russell Wilson was still in the game down by 50? For context, not for jokes, when 2014, when y'all lost by 52 points, Matt Schaub replaced Derek Carr. Yeah. So you've been on the field yeah. in the most recent blowout loss of 50 points where you saw your valuable starting quarterback get replaced by his backup quarterback. So what does it mean to you then that Sean Payton left Russell Wilson in the game. And I, and I finished that game, by the way, uh, down 52. Uh, but, but it's all good. But for me, the only thing that it says is that he's not playing well. That, that's the only thing that it says. We've all been out there in preseason. I've been out there in preseason with Coach Mike and Coach Mike. Like, y'all got a series, right? That series goes south. Very, very bad. We coming off, unbuckling and all that. Sunflower season. He's like, no, no, no. Another one. Y'all go on another series. We're not coming off the field like that. You're like, hey. You know, you know what I'm saying? So for me, he's just not playing well. So I think in Sean Payton's mind, like, yes, we are down by 50, but we need to, like Joy said, we need to try to get in some type of rhythm.
Russ, Russ needs to stay out here as much, many reps as Russ can, Russ can get in my offense in live situations. I need to leave him out here to get that. I know we're not coming back. Sean Payton knows we're not coming back, but this just is a, is a situation to where Russ is not playing well. You need to stay out there and get as many reps as you Nick, possibly can. And I know he done played a lot of football, but still. It just tells me that there's not a lot of respect there, mm. right? Because in the game of football, this is called respect. The reason why that that the Dolphins didn't go for that record of 43 points mm. is respect, mm. right? They could have did that. Could have scored points. Could have field goal, score, whatever they wanted to do. Good point. You know what? Let's take some of the guys back out. You know what? No, no, no. Let's take this run the ball, take some knees and get out of here. That's called a respect of the game. So, listen, the Broncos didn't play well, right? They got blown out. They put 70 points on this team, which is a lot of points. And my thing is, all right, the game's over with. We can't come back. Let's take our starters out, right? Let's show some respect. Let's just, let some young guys play, and let's move on to our next game. That's all I'm saying. And, and, and that showed me that game when he did that. They don't, res- they don't respect Russ. They can't respect him. I, 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 so I love this conversation because there's so many different <laughs> viewpoints and vantage points. I agree with you. Because all them dudes, like, like, even like a dude like um, Kyler Murray, I, I think he's just okay, right? I'm sure that Carson's going to take him out the game. Deshaun Watson, he finally had a solid game. They down 70 to 20, they're going to take him out the game. And I look like if Russ is, is, is probably better than him. Uh, uh, he's in there. He's in the mix with them. He should take out that game, bro. Get out that game. Do we know that Russ didn't want to come out? Mm. That, 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 nah, that, 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 that ain't even a question. It's just irrelevant. Because his, his mom, he think like, oh, it's time to get out. Like, yeah. whoa, go. Is he? Because what if, what, what if his backup comes in and looks the way that he, that he, that he could possibly look? I, I don't – again, I can't speak for Russ. I'm not either. Yeah, I'm I, just asking that is it, is it a possibility that Russ did not want to come out? I mean, I guess we'll never know. But yeah. I, I'm just – I'm not – I've never thought of that, like – we ain't smoked or we blown smile. out. It's time to I get out. I also think even if you don't want to come out, your yeah. coach would still pull you yeah. to the point of, I doubt Tua wanted. There are some games like, yo, it's a stat yeah. pass. Oh, yeah, that's a, yes, that's a good like, Tua's like, you can't control it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like, yo, I'm, I just do for 300 and three quarters. Let me go for 450 again. Yeah, right. I'm going to break Marino's record for most 450 plus passing yards of the Dolphins. That's a good point. But it's like, hey, Tua, you got Mostert. Mostert had, I think, four touchdowns. Yeah. Mostert, like, yo. They can't stop a nosebleed. Let me go crazy. That's but the coach point. comes yeah. in and yeah. says, hey, enough yeah. is enough. Well, yeah. enough is enough of this conversation because this is a more interesting thing. It is time for Speed Trivia, everybody's favorite. Okay, you at home, I need your help answering this question. Who is the only team in NFL history to win the Super Bowl in a season starting under 500 through their first four games? Only team in NFL history to win a Super Bowl starting under 500 through their first four games. Andy, does that mean they started? I know one. I know it is. Essentially means they started They two, started one and three. Two, five, no. Until after the break. Oh, my bad. Stop oh, that. Oh, yeah, I got this. You got to write it down. <laughs> write it down and cover it. Just, just, y'all tweet us the answer. I know, I know and I need a year. I think I think I know who that is. And I know the, know the quarterback. When we return. I, 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 I know who that is. It's my goal today. I know who it is. Guys, it's your turn today. That's crazy. It's an easy one. Yeah, it is. Good job. Have you heard about Fox Super 6? It's the free new game on the Fox Sports app that is giving away $10,000 in cash prizes every week. All you have to do is answer six fun, quick questions about this week's NFL matchups. The questions range from picking winners of games to predicting four-player performances. It's fun and, again, free to play. Play Fox Super 6. Just download the Fox Sports app and make your picks for a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. When your picks win, you win money. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... 
Right now, you can save $20 on the Steel MS-162 or MS-170 Chainsaw. Real Steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. All right, family, back to answer speak trivia. LaShawn McCoy is ready, y'all. Who's the only team in NFL history to win a Super Bowl in a season when they started under 500 through the first four games? 2 5 was the answer. Do you answer. want the quarterback or you want the team? Oh, you confident. Who yeah. you want? Give team. me the quarter. Oh, God. Who you, you want? I can do whatever you want. Take the team. Take the team. Giants, holla. I cannot holla because that is incorrect. I knew it. Oh, I knew it. Oh, it. Nope. My guess, too. I got. Oh. Is it Brett Favre? You see them, them big cats that big jersey? Who was that? No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, let me help you all with this. Let me help you with this. Okay, that's too easy. He is not yet in the Hall of Fame, but he is not an active player. It's the quarterback of the team that won the Super Bowl. The Steelers? Nope. Trent Dilford. Brady. Get the Brady. Oh. <laughs> Oh. Now remember, he didn't start the season. So I win. <laughs> 2001 Patriots, Tom Brady, who did not start Man. the season but took over for oh, Blessing. Oh, okay. yeah. uh, shoulder pads. That was Tom. I was like, who's that with that big jersey? Yeah. Be Eli. We would have never guessed that if you didn't get us no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Had, to, had to get him on that one. Yeah. Shout out Andy off camera yeah. with the uh, Speak Trivia win. Okay, let's move to Chicago, family. Please journey with us. We are in third and long. Third topic of the day. Got to go the distance because... It's really the craziest topic in all of football. Justin Fields and the chaos, absolute anarchy going on in Chicago. Bears are 0-3. Justin Fields called out his coaches last week, but then he, he said he didn't mean to call them out. Now they got 14 games left, and Fields still thinks they can make the playoffs. Shady, you were <laughs> both the loudest on this and probably the most correct. I got to be honest, right, everybody? Shady a hater, Shady critical, Shady this, Shady that. No, 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 Shady's right. Shady's right. You're not a hater, he's not crazy. He's right. Justin Fields has not looked good. Is it time for the Bears to give up on Justin Fields? Yeah, you're a good friend, yo. You're a good friend. <laughs> I'm going to say yes, they should. But then again, if you want Caleb Williams, you might as well keep Justin Fields as a quarterback. Because he's going to play how he plays, and you'll lose every game, and then you can get that number one pick and get Caleb Williams from USC. I just think right now he's 5-23 and 23 as a quarterback, he as a starter. cold for that. When I, when I watch Justin Fields play, I just don't see no development, right? We all know he can run the ball. Tremendous athlete, right? You said something the other day about him and Michael Vick as far as talent-wise, and I thought you were tripping until I watched the tape. I'm like, man, he, he runs the ball extremely well like Mike. But I don't see no development. They get you a, a number one wide receiver in DJ Moore who's phenomenal. And when you have him, you don't do nothing with him. You can't give him the ball. One of my, Devin White, one of my good friends, I, I heard him on the mic up, and he was like, hey, man, DJ, they're not using you right. As in, your quarterback is not using you right. So when you ask me, is it time for him to move on? Yes. Unless you want to be the Bears of the O and just keep losing and losing and losing and having bad quarterback play. I don't know. I mean, this is not Ohio State where you have, you know, all the best athletes going against not as good athletes. It's the NFL, the elite elite. And I don't think he's an elite quarterback. It's time to move on. My next or Joy? Well, <laughs> listen, if you start your career 5-24, and 24, I, I don't. It's you're, you're taking it out of our hands to continue arguing in your favor. Yeah, I think there's plenty. He's five and twenty-three now. They play the Broncos this weekend. It's it's. Oh, you whacked it in. It's, it's, <laughs> 
It's a battle of bad, yeah, all right? Yeah, so yeah. really, I'm, I'm not writing it in, but whatever team loses this game, it's going to be an absolute dumpster fire. Oof. So in the, in, in the battle of bad this weekend, we will find out who's worse, and then they'll start having conversations about what they're going to do at quarterback. And one is paid a lot of money, so it's going to be a much harder conversation, and one is not. So then they're going to have to decide what they're going to do moving forward for the rest of the season if they're going to continue playing Justin Fields and counting on him to continue to play the way he is. Eventually, it's just going to get, a point, get to a point where it doesn't make sense to play him anymore. Right. And as much as I want to support the situation... you do got love for him. And I, 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 I like that they stuck with him and right. they moved off of that pick. 5-24 and 24 is hard to argue for. And, and this is the year you have to step up. Right. I could give you passes on the, other, on, the, on the years before. Maybe they didn't set you up for success. Maybe you didn't have enough weapons. It's the third year. You, you got to show, show some growth. And we just keep seeing most of the same. Yeah. I mean, for me, you got Broncos 0-3. Hmm. Then you got the Commanders, who I don't believe is a, is, a, is a good football team. They're 2-1, but they beat the Cardinals and the Broncos. Right. You know, so I don't think they're too good of a football team at 2-1. and one. And then you got the 0-3 uh, Minnesota Vikings. Right. So I think you give them these three. Right. These are football teams that are not good. I, th- I think you give them these three to go out there and see if he shows any improvement. And if he comes out of this, he already done lost the last 11 straight. If you come out of this and you 0-14 in your last 14 starts, 11, you got to put him on the bench because at the end of the day, now we have to start thinking about the other players on the team. We have to start thinking about the future yep. because if we really keep in a buck and everybody knows that, you know, I fight for Justin Fields too and I'll be on here, you know, debating with Shady. But <gasps> He did. <laughs> I forgot. No, keep going. I got to write I'll that I'll be in on there. here debating with Shady. But he's making people worse. DJ Moore has been a phenomenal receiver in this league. 3,000-yard-plus seasons. He's nowhere to be found. And sometimes it ain't even, like, no scheme. It ain't no nothing. You see him over there on the right side and it's one-on-one coverage, give him a chance. Right. Like, it, you, sometimes you ain't got to out-scheme everybody. He's not making the people around him better. You cannot keep holding on to Justin Fields and thinking he's going to turn into this player and he 0-15 and 0-16, right? I think that's when you got to start thinking about the other Bears players. You got to start thinking about the organization. You got to start thinking about the Bears fans. Because if you do get that number one pick, it's a phenom at the number one pick to be able to change your organization around. These Bears aren't getting anything out of Justin Fields. Not these ones. I think it's time for the Bears to give up on both Justin Fields and Matt Eberflus, the coach. Mm, Okay. It's time for you to give up on both of them. Matt Eberflus is not getting anything out of Justin Fields. This current organizational structure of the Bears are not getting anything out of Justin Fields. I'm not only setting my eyes on Caleb Williams, I too am setting my eyes on Lincoln Riley. I'm inviting him on the yacht and I'm making sure that he does not leave until he is under contract with the Chicago Bears. I understand he's in Southern California for $100-plus plus million. I get all that. But Caleb Williams, I do not know how good Caleb is without Lincoln. I know how good Caleb is, mm-hmm. but I know Caleb was with Lincoln in Norman, Oklahoma. Yeah. And Caleb was with Lincoln in Southern California. And I want Caleb to be with Lincoln in Chicago. Yeah. That is where my sights are set. I want Caleb Williams, but I also want Caleb Williams with Lincoln Riley because that's the only way I can guarantee that Caleb Williams will be good. The Bears have proven to ruin a lot of great quarterbacks. I don't know who is ruining who, but I know Justin Fields is ruined, as it stands currently. I also think you got the Panthers' number one pick. Panthers are 0-3. You got your own number one pick. You 0-3. You got a shot. You got a good shot at this Caleb Williams lottery. Okay, because the Texans... 
Their pick is attained currently by the Cardinals, right. and the Texans are one and two. And the Cardinals hold their own pick, and the Cardinals are one and two. Right. So you got two shots, Chicago Bears, that are currently better than the Cardinals' two shots. Mm. Win with them shots, yeah. but you got to win big. Yeah. Okay, speaking of quarterbacks, James, we got to roll because yep. Zach Wilson, I think he's also on his last chance. Zach Wilson, yeah. he lost bad to the Patriots last week, and we all saw him lose to the Cowboys two weeks ago. Well, the legend, Joe Namath, he called Wilson's performance Joe. on Sunday, quote, disgusting. And he added, he's seen enough for the quarterback. And now reports say the Jets are signing veteran quarterback Trevor Simeon. This is getting even more spicy. Shady, you've made some interesting comments. You said, what's the difference between Zach Wilson and Justin Fields? 40 time? What? You've made comments that at the, at the surface is kind of like ha-ha and kick in, yeah. but in reality, it's really real. It's the same thing. Right. Should this be Zach Wilson's last chance? Mind you, he has the Chiefs this weekend, America. Uh, I'm going to say yes, right? And, and I, it is the Chiefs, and they, they're going to lose this game, obviously, but... It's how he plays. And it's time for Zach Wilson to let it go. Let it rip. You have nothing else to wait on. If the Pacers is running thin with New York, let alone just your whole franchise. In New York, it's time to move on. If you don't get this thing done and look competent and look good enough, they got to get rid of him. Because what are you waiting on? Right? And we all talk about how this defense is so great. There's good defense, but I don't think this defense is in the same caliber as, like, the Niners or even the Cowboys. They're not. And they need some play from the quarterback. And he's not giving them nothing. The same way we, I talk about Justin Fields, I'm saying the same thing about Zach Wilson. If he doesn't play well and look decent and competent enough, it's time to move on for him too. I mean, he's 8-16. and 16, And one of those is thanks to Josh Allen. So right. I'll, I'll put an asterisk next to it. But last week was the one they needed to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a divisional game. We don't think much of the, of, of the Patriots. No, we don't. Yeah. And he was 18 for 36, 157 yards, 62 passer rating. What is that? 1.9 passer What rating. is that? No. He's got career lows in passer rating, passing yards, completion percentage, touchdown interception ratio, passing yards per attempt. It's the same situation. Actually, it's not the same situation. I don't even want to say that. It's not the same situation. Because the Jets have better weapons. The Jets have better pieces than the, than the Bears do. On, on both sides of the ball. So I can't say it's the same situation. And he's also in his third year. So I, last week was the week to show it. I don't think this is going to be a good weekend for the Jets. I've said this a few weeks ago, but I think we're really trying to hold on to this Jets story. We are white-knuckling to this Jets story because we talked about it so much in the offseason. Yeah. We really just want a little payoff, and guys, we're not going to get it. Zach Wilson has shown, again, that he's not capable of elevating this team or even playing – at an average level, to put the ball in the hands of the playmakers that the Jets put around Aaron Rodgers. So I I don't think it's going to happen this weekend. And unfortunately, I think we've seen more of the same story, and we just had to deal with it because we talked about the Jets so much this offseason. A lot. Yeah, I mean, I I stood up here and I said, uh, let him ride it out, right? Let's let's see what Zach Wilson got. Let Let him finish the season, right? That was us thinking about Zach Wilson. Right, and Acho said the same thing, so I'm a snitch. Acho, Acho in the bushes too. Come on, <laughs> we both cop. <laughs> we both cop. We both cop. So um, that was me thinking about truly just Zach Wilson. I wasn't thinking about all the other guys on the Jets. I wasn't thinking about C.J. Mosler. I wasn't thinking about Sauce. I wasn't thinking about Garrett Wilson. 
you hurting them. Yeah. They in this locker room like, dang, man, like, are, are we just going to tank the season? Because I'm playing my tail off. I'm playing hard. I could possibly get injured and all this stuff. And the message the organization is sending us now that Zach has looked this bad is we ain't tripping. You got what I'm saying? So you can't relay that message to the team like we ain't tripping how we look out here. You see him and Gary Wilson getting into it every single game on the sideline now. You know, so you cannot do the other players on the Jets like that. And that's why I think it's time to move on from Zach so you can let this team know that we are not just completely tanking this thing. We are trying to win, and we still think that we have a good football team to win. Thank you for raising your hand up. Yes, Yes, sir. This is one thing I want to add. You told me. Oh, what did he tell you this time? Justin Fields was just as good as who? Jalen who? Jalen Hurts. You want to tell America something? I mean, if we could pull up. America? One second. One second, America. He has something to tell you guys. No, because if we could pull up the the segment again, right? I never said he was America, he has to say you guys. Is it disrespectful? You're doing it again. Just say this. Is it disrespectful to Justin Fields? No. I am not saying I'm sorry. Because that's not how He told me that. And everybody forgot. I just forgot. And everybody was like, yo, remember James? Remember James said this? I said, he didn't say that. The topic was, is it disrespectful to Justin Fields? To call him a to poor, call him a poor man's Jalen Hurts. Well, and I look, said that was disrespectful well, what look like right because now? it's things that he does better than him, and that is use his leg. Well, you just said that right? it's time to so, get rid of him. So it is, because now, hey, like, like Joy teaches us, <laughs> update your information. My information has been updated. You know what I'm saying? I had to get that out. I'm sorry. <laughs> he said a lot of things I got written down. Yeah, you see and he easy, signed it. You see how easy it is to say Ooh, I'm sorry? I can't wait. It's, it's I, I'm sorry. You see how easy it is to say I'm sorry? Oh. You just can't say I'm sorry? No, because I, that's not how I say right. it. Right. <laughs> The root of all evil. Yeah, that's right there. I got a little right It ain't going nowhere. Uh, well, speaking of Jalen Hurts, the Eagles absolutely dominated last night. They are still undefeated, but are they the best team in the NFL? We're going to start the next block by taking you inside the film room like a real NFL player, Ooh. breaking down the tape of the game last night and showing you what makes the Eagles so special. Come back, learn something, get a couple laughs in while you're at it. Next on Speak. Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
All right, family, the Eagles absolutely dominated the game yesterday. We will show you exactly how and why they did it a little bit later. But, Shady, I got to ask you first. Oh, Eagles, they are coming off of the heels of the Dolphins beating the Broncos 70-20. to 20. We were asking ourselves, who's the best team in the National Football League? We hadn't yet seen the Eagles play. Now we've seen the Eagles play. They won again, convincing fashion. Didn't look great, but still got it done. 3-0. and Jalen Hurts, 19-1, and I believe, in his last 20 regular season starts. 19-1. and are the Eagles the best team in the National Football League? Well, I, I got to give credit to the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. You see them Dolphins, 70 points? The Dolphins points? are nice. The They're Dolphins are the hottest team in football. They are. But the best team <laughs> is them Eagles, baby. <laughs> we find ways to win. If it's running the ball, if it's throwing the ball, if it's getting turnovers, if it's stopping the run, if it's forcing the fumbles, whatever it is, we're going to find a way. Special teams, kick returns, whatever you want, we're going to give it to you. And that's the thing about the Eagles that I got to take away from the Dolphins. We've seen the Dolphins winning in good fashion, right? Um, great offense, right? Timing, precise, um, 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 completions, right? We've seen that with Tool. We've seen that with Tyreek Hill. We've seen that with Waddle. But what happens when that's not working? Mm-hmm. What happens when guys are getting locked up, right? Then things happen. You just have a bad day. Drops. Because it happens. Like with the Cowboys, it happens. How can you win? What you going to do? With the Eagles, we, sh- we show it. On offense and on defense. I'm sold with the Dolphins on offense. I'm not really sold on defense. I got to see more. Yeah. With the defense, we, we gain back to the passing. They're rushing that pass. We are stopping the run. Everything you want to see in the Eagles, we're doing on all phases. And that's why I have the Eagles as the number one team. I got a question. Football. I got a question for you. Is it your go? What's the difference, <laughs> oh, I know the difference between hottest and best? That's a good question. It's a good question. I mean, well, anytime a team puts 70 points on another team, you got you to get some credit. You got to get some love. All right? You got to get some love. The fashion, the way they did it. Because yeah. I'm just Eagles, saying week one, they put over 32. This is the reason why. Because to collectively, on offense, on defense, on special teams, right? I, we've never, not one person on this desk, especially Joy, and she's the Miami he or Dolphins fan. Same thing about the defense. Mm. Have we? She about to. Have we? I ain't see you say anything about defense. <laughs> Have you said anything about the defense? All I to. see is the offense. You done? Because she about I, to. I see Mike McDaniel and I see the offense. Okay. But the Eagles, it's everything. It's offense and defense. Rookies and vets. It's everything, baby. Go get him. And we got that dude named Jalen Hurts. Go get him, Joy. I, I do have to say a little bit about the defense, mm-hmm. though. Because, I mean, that's what they did in the Chargers game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did put up some points, but Break it down to they, did, they did stop the Chargers. They did get a big stop at the end of the game. Man, they made a bunch of money, that's and they, they shut that down. And then they stop. played the Patriots, and mm-hmm. they didn't score Two much stops. points either and got some stops there stops. as well, and though they were kind of coming back. so, And then, you know, they, they did what they did on, on Sunday. Yeah, which was also, so I do have to give both sides of the ball credit. I am going to say the Dolphins are the best team in the NFL. Okay. But, right. you know, I give a lot of love to the Eagles. Yes, you do. And, and we appreciate it. And I think that <laughs> – thank you. I think they're the best team in the NFC, and I think that's what they proved last night. And last night really – you know, it was a little messy at times. I still think that the Eagles haven't gotten to their their best gear yet. And Sirianni said that as well. They're, they're still figuring things out so early in the season. We know how good the Eagles can look. And we haven't really seen them play their best football yet. And that, to me, is what's scary about the Eagles. Because people are going to pick apart how they look. And they're going to pick apart Jalen. We're going to talk about Jalen in a second. They're not playing their best football right now. And they're still winning. Mm. And that is really what's scary to me. And it's what was, was scary to me about the Eagles last year. Because it was, it was the same conversation. They're not winning in, in this fashion. They're not throwing the ball enough. They're not beating teams bad enough. Who have they played? None of it mattered, and they ended up in the Super Bowl. So, to me, once the Eagles really start getting to a mode where they're, they're hitting it on all cylinders, they're going to be the best team in the NFL. But right now, to me, that's the Dolphins. It's interesting. My take actually probably resembles Shady's. 
And interestingly enough, like, I think the Dolphins are by far the hottest team in football. You put up 70 points, hey, you're scorching. And I would also say they are the scariest team in football because you know what they're capable of doing to you. They are capable of beating you by 50 points. The reason I can't say the Dolphins are currently better than the Eagles is because when I really examine the defensive aspect of things, the Eagles and the Dolphins are on different levels. Now, the offensive aspects of things, the Dolphins and the Eagles are on different levels. So really, when I flipped the coin and I looked at it, I said, who do I have to give more credence to based upon equity? And when you're talking Dolphins-Eagles, the Eagles have done more, more consistently, more recently than the Dolphins have. Mm. Now, the Dolphins, you could say they're hotter. You could say they're scarier. You could say if they were on a neutral field, they might beat the Eagles right now. Because the tape is telling me that the Eagles' defense is better and the Dolphins' offense is better, and I really don't actually know the answer, I'm going to give the Eagles the equity credit because of how good they were last year as well as opposed to just what I've seen the Dolphins now. Well, I'm taking the Dolphins as the best team in football right now, strictly of what you just said. I feel like if they play tomorrow, the Dolphins win the game. Fair. You know, and that's why I'm going to take them. The Eagles is in a tough situation. Shady has won a Super Bowl. I've won a Super Bowl. When you're coming off, I mean, they've been in the Super Bowl, but when you're coming off a Super Bowl appearance, whether you're winning it or losing, you're the standard. And everybody is watching you to be like, oh, that's not as good as last year. That's not as good as last year. That's not as good as last year. So they are going to have to play really, really, really well, you know what I mean, to be able to be back up in that conversation as the best team in football. But you got to put in style points. Mm-hmm. When you, like, that's why you see when you go around these NFL stadiums, right, you can have Hall of Famers on the defensive side of the ball. You see offensive jerseys in them stands, right? Wow. Dudes that may have caught five, six touchdowns or whatever. You see offensive – because offense sells. But I think we are forgetting how good this Miami Dolphins defense is, too. Mm. They get a stop when you need to get a stop. I was on a high-powered offense, and all our defense wanted to do, they weren't trying to stop people from scoring plenty of points. They was trying to get a couple takeaways to get this ball back to you. Right? We're not Statistically, we're not trying to be number one in this and that. We just want to get Aaron Rodgers' ball back once or twice in the game. You look at the three games that the Dolphins has played. They had to come back in one game uh-huh. and score, Chargers, right? right? Then you come back, you, you kind of in a dog fight with the Patriots, mm-hmm. right? Defense makes some stops. Offense is not clicking at a high level. And they gutted one out on the road and found a way to win. Then you come back home, and we all know Broncos. they put up 70 on the Broncos. So I just feel like in those three games, they won different ways, yeah. which lets me know that it doesn't matter how the game looks, they know how to win. And we are going off of three weeks, not Jalen Hurts being 19 and one. We're going off of three weeks. And for me, three weeks, the Dolphins have shown they could win anyway, and they're the best team. Yeah, the Eagles are are kind of victims of their own success. No doubt. Like, you're you're right about that. You're going to be held to a different standard, and you're going to get everybody's best work Mm -hmm. because they know what you're capable of. They know who we are. Yeah. Let me me ask you guys this, though, right? And I'm not big on just the opponents. Last year, Eagles kept winning. They kept saying, who's Mm -hmm. the opponent? But... With, with the Dolphins, mm-hmm. we know how electrifying they are on offense, right? In defense, they made some stops here and there. But my thing is, if the offense has a bad day at work, mm-hmm. do you think the Dolphins can still win games? But that's what I mean, I'm that's saying. A, that's kind of what happened with the Two against the Patriots, that's, yeah, that's what that, happened. I mean, the Eagles have really played a similar game against the Patriots. That's, but that, I see your point. That's, you know why, that's why I'm going with the Eagles if they were to play right now. A couple reasons. One, I haven't seen it, like Jalen Hurts lose. Like, just not often. Like, I just – I think about it. He lost to Washington. The main thing's the main thing. the Chiefs. Like, yeah. so I just don't have a great – a ton of memories. Now, Tua doesn't, doesn't lose a lot. E- exactly. Tua doesn't lead to lose a lot either. He just loses a little bit more than Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. obviously. And then I'm thinking to myself, 
When the Dolphins lost, and you watch it intently, I watched it intently, Shady, we were doing the show with you as well at the time, it looked different when they played defenses that was about that action. That's what I'm saying. When they played the, not played the Niners last year, and the Niners Ooh. were really about that action, it, it just looked different. When they played the Chargers last year, and the Chargers were about that action, different Chargers team, it looked different. I don't talk about the Packers, Tua got concussed, and I won't talk about any games after right. that. But when they play defenses like the Eagles defense is capable saying. of playing, it just looked different. We're not talk, saying it's we're a talking different. this season? Yeah. We're talking so this we're season? Talking, we're talking we're talk, if we're talking this season and last season, I would give it to the Eagles as well because you know mm -hmm. how I am about equity. But if we're talking... That wasn't a question. No, just... It was this season. <laughs> If it is this, this season, I am going to go the Dolphins. Yeah, but but I, but, I, but I still think the Eagles are the best team in the NFC, and I don't think it's a I don't, I don't think it's a big gap, even with the way that that Jalen has played so far this season, which which hasn't been great. But they, it doesn't matter. Like that's what I love about Jalen Hurts is that they he is a winner. Yeah. Whether he's playing bad or, or or not playing up to standard, they're going to win the game regardless. So. I, I, it's splitting hairs, really, for me. But the, qu the question was, do you think that the defense can actually go out there and win the game? Like, I do. I do. Dominate the whole game. But, that's where I say no. I don't think so either. I, with the Eagles, I, I see we can go out there and, and win the game. Turnover, stops. We can do that. To that's some degree, are. yesterday the Eagles did. Yeah. Remember, after the Eagles got stopped and the defense had to go get a safety. We got like, you. The, we got you. Like, I we thought Baker you. was like, okay, Baker, it's 20 to 3. Like, you got a chance. Maybe go down, get points, something like that. The Eagles defense was like, man, stop. Like, we safety. Probably kick us, kick us the ball playing. right back. Like, yeah, yeah, it is interesting, though. We won't get to see that matchup, I believe, this year, Dolphins-Eagles, unless. Luckily. Uh. Unless. Dolphins is nice, though. They're the hottest team in football. See it in Vegas. Okay, when we return, Dak Prescott, he called out members of the media after their astonishing loss. He called me out. About time. After their Wait, astonishing boy. loss to the Cardinals. But do you have an issue with it? Dak rarely gets out of character, but this one seemed a little out of character. Ooh, Dolphins, Eagles, week seven. We will see that matchup. Okay, coming back, Dak Prescott, next yeah, on Steve. Man, Joy got a dinner on it. What you going to do? <laughs> Where's it at? Is it dinner? Hits one in the air. MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me. Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, family. Now, let's talk about the Cowboys as we are in overtime. Remember, they were upset by the Cardinals on Sunday. Now, Dak Prescott, he blamed the loss on the team's problems in the red zone. But after he called out the media... Take a listen, please. Y'all put us on top of the world. Um, we knew we know who we are. Um, and in that same sense, I'm sure the media got, got what they wanted. Uh, for us, um, that hadn't been but one, one undefeated team in this league. Um, 
ever, ever. So, uh, yeah, it, it sucks. It's humbling. 72 Dolphins? It's God, it's God. <laughs> you got like, you just say this, you say there was never one? There's only no, one. Oh, there's only one. one. Okay, I check. I'm, I'm losing my hearing, sorry. <laughs> James, I got three issues. I got three issues with Dak Prescott coming Talk up the media. Me, man. The first issue, he said, y'all put us on top of the world. We know who we are. So then who are you? Yeah, exactly. Are you not on top of the world? That's, that's like, one So thing. that's the first thing that confused me. The second thing that confused me, he said the media got what you wanted. Hey, media speaking, we don't want the Cowboys to lose until the Super Bowl. And preferably, even if you go to the Super Bowl, we don't mind if y'all win, because the better y'all do, the better we do. So media speaking, we don't actually want the Cowboys to lose, particularly not to the Arizona Cardinals. Mm. And then the third thing he said, you know, only one team's gone undefeated. Who said y'all was going undefeated? <laughs> like, we didn't think y'all were that good. Like, we thought y'all was good, but we didn't think y'all were that good, not undefeated good. So, James, I took issue with everything Dak said for those three points, yeah. but what about you? And I'm with you. I, I, I took the same. I took the same issues because we are part of the media. Shady was hard on the Cowboys. I was on your side, Dak. So, like, so what are you, what are you talking about? The media got what they want. I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't. As y'all seen the show start off with Shady smiling. No, I didn't get what I wanted. Like, I want to see y'all go out here and have some success. But for me, this just screams like, come on, man. Like, are you not built for the success? Mm. Because you guys started this season off, and me and you came up here last week. Like, ain't nobody better than the Cowboys, and it ain't even a discussion. Right? And now you getting up there and you saying, we knew who we were. What is that? Well, who are is that you? not a good football Thank team? You. Is what you guys watching on tape? Is what you trying to, trying to tell us? Like, so for me, like, come on, man. You play for the Dallas Cowboys. You have a star on your helmet. You know that you are going to get all the criticism, whether it be good or bad. But at the end of the day, I have problems with this because you one of the reasons they lost. Mm. You can't get up in here talking mm. like that. You one of the reasons they lost last year. You can't get up in here talking like that. And I understand the media, yes, it is media that want to see the Cowboys fail 24-7, but it's media like me and you, Acho, that was rooting for. Rooting. You know, so at the end of the day, you cannot go up there, Dak Prescott, being the leader of the football team, talking like that. Man, that let me know, like, man, is it too much pressure? Are you not ready for the pressure? Because... I mean, some of us picked y'all to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> you was honest right there. That was very real. That was some honesty. Yeah, I like that. That's what you paid to do, James. Can we, get, can we get more of that, James, more often? Yeah. That was, <laughs> That's that the James I like. That was That's the James we need. That was authentic. Yeah, I, thought of, <laughs> I, I thought of not being here for this segment. I thought about walking off. but uh, <laughs> Yeah, let me see. I've been media for... 15 years. You got some. You got some years now. Got some years. That's why I can't hear anymore. Um, the thing, especially about Cowboys. I was like, what did you say about the 72 Dolphins? Um, my life doesn't change when the Cowboys win or lose. It does not change. I, it doesn't matter if I want them to win or lose. Actually, my mother's a, a Cowboys fan, so it's a good. It's a good thing. She might be, you know, a little happier if they if they win or lose. Who's rooting? What are we talking about? Not the same cow shady. Not the same <laughs> Cowboys team that we call America's team. That's what they call them. Not the same Cowboys team that's on that, that's the game of the week, like every other week. They got the most primetime games. That's worth more than any organization in all of sports on the planet of Earth. Mm. Not that Cowboys team. Listen, <clears throat> Dak rarely, rarely does this, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pile. He's usually very, very good with the media. And considering as much media as the Dallas Cowboys get. Every once in a while, you're going to step in it. We all need to have this conversation. It's not about the media. Pay attention to the fans. The fans are the ones that you disappointed. It doesn't matter to me whether the Cowboys win or lose. True. I might get to brag a little bit about me being right, but it doesn't make a difference because next week y'all might win. You probably will. And then we'll look silly again. And this is the cycle. And it continues on and on in perpetuity every day when we do the show.
It doesn't matter. So at the end of the day, it's a weird thing to say because, like you said, what are y'all saying? Are you saying that you're not that good? That you don't think you're that good? We didn't put you up there. You did by the way that you played. Expectations come with success. That's how it works. So when you play well, we expect you to continue playing well. No question. When you play dominant, when you put up 40 points and, and, and zero on the other side, we expect you to play to that standard. And when you lose to a team that we think is in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes, yes, it's going to be dramatic. And when you add to that, when you participate in the loss, exactly. you have to answer for it. But the, to put it on the media, like, look, uh, we're, we're, we're all a bunch of nerds. Like, we talk about what other people do for a living, really. So I, I, we're not saving lives here. But come on. This is not really what this is about. What are we talking about here? What are we, talking what are we even about? talking about here? Talking about? Listen, I see a quarterback that is guilty, feels guilty the way he played, mm. looking for some blame. So I'm taking accountability. I play bad. I let us down. Right? Defense, they, at the end, they got together. I didn't, I didn't hold up my part. I yep. threw the pick. We lost the game. Take the blame, man. Take that. Accountability. He didn't do that. Oh, but this was the media warning. This was you guys built this up to be. What are we talking about here? <laughs> you know what? To me, it looked weak, right? It looked real weak. It looked soft. You know why? It's because the reason why we talk about Dak Prescott so much, because he plays for America's team. True. Yeah. Play for the Cowboys. True. True. I played ball, and I know what it feels like to play against the Cowboys. It's a big game, yeah. no matter who the quarterback is. That's the truth of it. True. So when you play good, we pipe you up. Because if he played with his same stats, and his same talent, if he played for the Vikings, played for the Bears, played for whoever, we want to talk about that, Prescott. Yeah. It's the Cowboys. This is what comes along with it. But my thing is this, man. Be tough. Take it. You play bad, you lost. You move on. You're a good team. If you play the, 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 the um, Cardinals 10 times, you probably win 9 out of 10 times. Yeah. You're that good. But giving us this soft take, this is what you guys wanted. No, we didn't. Well, I didn't mind it. <laughs> I didn't mind it. And that... You Actually, made me look good. You, you definitely did not want this. I didn't. Yes. Yeah. Oh. I put a lot. I put some stacks on it on the way. That's the truth. Did not want this. Which Dak don't know. You know, that's what Dak don't, don't know. know that. But all them commercials that he got yeah. is because you play for the Cowboys. Because yeah. the media built, builds you up. If you didn't play for the Cowboys, you wouldn't have all that media stuff. You, I mean, you wouldn't have all them commercials and all that. So enjoy it and appreciate it. Because when you're done, you won't be talked about like that. Because you were not one of the best Cowboy quarterbacks of all time. Let's just keep it real. And when his time is up with the Cowboys, and it might be this year, you never know. Because the way he's playing, it's looking like the old cat, uh, looking, looking like the old Dak. Mm. Pick, 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 and more picks. <laughs> well, I can tell y'all what this media team wants is to take this trip to Boulder. Because on Friday, we are going to be in Boulder at Fair and Field, live from the University of Colorado, ahead of their huge matchup versus USC. This was one of the most talked about games of the year, and we will be there. Audience check-in, 9 a.m., Mountain Time. Visit our Twitter page for more details. Link to free tickets, all the swag. That is next. Well, next, actually, we're talking about Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson. But check us out at Fair and Field. Don't go anywhere. I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Family, we are in a hurry-up offense. Got to go with these ones, but this is really one of the most important topics nobody is talking about. The Ravens took an L to the Colts. Mind you, the Colts were playing their backup quarterback, Gardner Minshew. Well, since the start of 2022, Baltimore has been outscored by 46 points in the fourth quarter in overtime. Lamar Jackson said of his team's inability to finish games, quote, he is ticked off. Now, we talked at length about the new offensive coordinator that the Ravens acquired this offseason and Todd Munkett, offensive coordinator out of Georgia. What's so fascinating, water cooler stat, make y'all sound smarter at home. Through three games this season versus last season, last season through three games, 10 passing touchdowns for Lamar. This season, two passing touchdowns for Lamar. Last season through three games, two rushing touchdowns for Lamar. And this season, the same old two rushing touchdowns for Lamar. So it leads you to believe, based on the statistics, not the film, that this might be the same old Ravens. Joy, is this the same old Ravens in your mind? Unfortunately, it's kind of starting to look that way, and not just with Lamar's statistics. And that's a really irritating loss, especially when they don't even have their starting quarterback out there. We're running back. Right. But the <laughs> they're dealing with a lot of injuries as well, which is a common theme with this team. They got a lot of injuries. Yeah. Gus Edwards is in concussion protocol. David Ojabo left the game with injury with an ankle injury, Rashad Bateman, a hamstring injury, Geno Stone with a rib injury, and I got a whole other paragraph of all the other players Bateman. that are injured. Everybody is banged up. So it just it does feel a lot like it's the same the same Ravens. For me, it's not the same Ravens and that's why I'm worried. Uh oh. That's why I'm a little scared. Did you hear what you just said? Yeah. Last week I mean, last year under, who was the coordinator? Greg Roman, coach. Under Roman. Greg Roman. In three games, he had 749 passing yards. He got 608 this year in three games. He had 243 rushing yards last year. He got 193. He had 12 total touchdowns in three games. He has four. So for me, it's not the same old Ravens. The same old Ravens offensively against Greg Roman moved the ball, and Lamar Jackson did not lose games when he is under center. Lamar Jackson is a winner. They have not found a way to get this thing going like we thought it was going to get going. We thought they were going to spread out. We thought Lamar Jackson was going back to Louisville. We thought this was going to look, look high flying. It's early, but they ain't found out how to use all these weapons. They ain't found out what personnel they want to be in. They have not gotten into a rhythm in none of these games. Right? Did they find a way to win two of them? Yeah, but it caught up to them this week at home against a Colts team. You know, so for me, I'm worried because it's not the same old Ravens because the same old Ravens don't lose that game. I'll say this. I, I'm going to say no. I, I think the, the, it's not the old Ravens. I think that right now they're in a situation where it's all new. New, new players, mm -hmm. new to the offense, and you have a new office coordinator. That takes time. Any any sport that we talk about when, when, when new players come together, it takes time to gel. New coaches, takes time to gel. Basketball and football. And another thing is, I think, with Lamar Jackson, he's a winner. No I don't doubt. care who the coach is. He's a winner. 100%. So the one quarterback that, that wins more than him, and that's Patrick Mahomes. Um, what else I had on here? Oh, they're going to the playoffs. Yeah. Wherever you want to cut it, they're going to the playoffs. And they had seven starters out. That that also affects your team. Yeah. You got seven starters on offense and defense? It's hard to win like that. So, I mean, they lost to the coach. They should have won that game. Obviously, you know, coach are a bad team. But... We'll see the, Ra the, uh, the Ravens in the playoffs. We'll see that. I agree with that. I think we'll see the Ravens in the playoffs. Um, I am worried. I said when Lamar Jackson and the Ravens figure this out, they will go to the next level. But the operative word there is when. 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 
When? I mean, Lamar Jackson has 15 scrambles through three games this season. Last year through three games, he only had five. To me, that's the most telling stat, America. Why? Because you are scrambling more often than not because you're not super comfortable with where you want to go with the football. And if you're not comfortable with where you want to go to the football, then you will default to what you know best. I'm going to tuck it and I'm going to run it. Remember, the Ravens scored last week twice on designed run plays for who? Lamar Jackson, which is what Greg Roman was always doing. It's hard to get better than unanimous MVP. Yes. It's hard to get better. Lamar Jackson, I know you want to get better. I think they will get better. But the operative word has always been when. when. Okay, we got to transition but stay in the AFC North because Joe Burrow, he played last night despite concern over the calf injury. Now, the Bengals beat the Rams, and after the game, Burrow said, quote, there is risk to go out there and potentially re-injure it. But there's also the risk to not go out there and be O in three. Interesting quotes. Joy, do you love or hate Burrow's comments? I love it. I mean, I, I expected Burrow to be out there if he was feeling well enough to go. He's, he's a tough kid. He knows how much that game meant. If they go 0-3, it's, what, 1% chance of making the playoffs. He doesn't want to be in that position. He's a winner. He knows how important he is to the Bengals, how vital he is to that team winning. And, it, it, look, it wasn't, wasn't a pretty game, but he made it through. He obviously looks banged up. He doesn't look like himself, but he's, he's not ready to give up on the season, including neither of the Bengals. This is what you want out your leader. Period, right? It's going to come times in the season to where Jamar Chase could be hurt, T. Higgins could be hurt, whoever could be dealing with some injuries. And they're going to think back to when JoJo Burrow had a chance to sit out. And he said, you know what? I ain't going to let us go 0-3. I don't care what it is. I can move. You know, they talking about I possibly could hurt it a little worse. That's all cool. I feel all right right now. I'm going to take this field with my football team and try to avoid going on through it. I absolutely loved it as a leader going out there taking the field for your team. I love it. I mean, he has 270 million uh, reasons why he should play. Mm-hmm. Right, And I just think that as, as you're not just a, a good player, but your leader, like you talked about, your quarterback, if he's banged him out there playing for the team's sake, I love that. He's all the way dialed in. And he's all the way dialed in. Then any player is going to be all the way dialed in. And if he's banged up and taking that risk, why shouldn't we? So I love that from Joe Burrow. Shay, you play blackjack? I do. I My do. dog, you play blackjack. Every now and then, if you bet on table max and then you got to double down a hand, you got to double that hand, you get one card. If you get one card and that card ain't what it need to look like, but you still win, I love it. Yeah. It's an outcome-based response. Yeah, put it down for me, too, because I don't want to see it. <laughs> face down. Let me get that joint face down. It was an outcome-based response. There was one scenario that did not end the Bengals' season, and that scenario occurred. If Burrow gets hurt, season over. If they lose 0-3, like Joy said, 1% chance to go to the playoffs, season over. But the one scenario that the Bengals needed to occur and you win and bro don't get hurt it occurred for that reason I love it as I love this show and to love what is coming up next because (laughs) week three family what it means is who is the top to speak standings we pick the winner of every single game we will do so all season through three weeks who ranks as number one James Jones was in a strong lead after one week 14 to two we'll see where he lies this time (laughs) He's in last. (laughs) What's up, family? It is time to take a look at the speak standings. Now, this is the week three results. Ten and six, your boy. Ten and six, Joy. Two, five, eight, and eight. James Jones went six and ten. That's the week three results. Okay. Now, can we take a look at, like, the entire team (laughs) of the results? I think we we have that there. Do we have – or James, you – oh, ooh. Ooh. Wait, we can't, they, they, can't see. See. they can't see. I can't see. I can't see. I can't see. There we go. Come on, now. James. What? What? First off, James, what happened, Coach? You was at the top, and now I what happened? I cramped up. Man, listening to Shady on a couple picks. Uh, you know. <laughs> 
Um, Joy, can you pour some Yeah, yeah Joy, timing, timing, timing. Yeah, actually, I, I, I messed up on mine. I, I, I switched to the to the Saints last minute. Two five. Scary. Uh, you know what? I made some changes I shouldn't have did, but it's okay. I'm going to win at the end. I'm not worried about it. It says only at the top, but I don't feel lonely. Uh, it's good to finally be in my rightful place. Uh, you know what I mean? I was, I was at the low I was at the low, low point. I was yeah. at the low, low point. I mean, we tied, though. Don't get crazy. We tied. Don't get crazy. <laughs> hey, you, you went last. You went first. You went first, though. Nah, last don't touch the ball. Last don't touch the ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rough one for you, James. Hey, appreciate y'all tuning in. Ray Tub is next. We'll see you tomorrow.